everyone. My name is Marianne, and today I will be the host of the e-commerce titans podcast presented to you by Dimnico Agency. Uh, today on the podcast, we have Monica, our general manager. Hi, Monica. How are you today? Hi, Marianne. Thanks. I'm fine. And hi, everyone. How are you? I'm also good. Thank you very much. Uh, Monica, would you like to introduce yourself a bit? Yeah, of course. Uh, so I've been uh, working with the agency basically from the start. I started as a media buyer and then uh, obviously how our team grew, I kind of became the lead media buyer, then the head of operation and now the, the general manager. Um, I have had like over five years experience in digital media buying prior joining Dimnico. And the before that I was working more in the offline marketing uh, side of, of uh, or marketing communication. Um, and, uh, and now I'm a little bit, I would say, focusing more on the agency growth and, uh, and see where we can go further. Yeah, great, great. Sounds interesting. Um, so today uh, we would like to discuss with Monica, what does it actually take to become a great media buyer? Uh, we've both uh, had experience uh, being solely a media buyer <laughs> and uh, growing from there. So uh, let's discuss it today, Monica. Um, so okay. what, what do you think is the first uh, feature of a great media buyer? <laughs> hmm. I, I think someone that can adapt quickly to changes because I think you also know that whatever media buying we were doing five years ago, it's completely different to the media buying that we are doing and not just in the terms of like how, how we are using the platforms, but also what other platforms there are and how the users are consuming the ads or the media that we put in front of them. So I think adapting to changes would be a very vague uh, requirement but it's very important what do you think yeah yeah I totally agree because uh, yeah as you said uh, the media buying world is uh, changing uh, very rapidly and like even something that was working a month ago maybe won't be working today so yeah I also think that this is uh, very very important um I also think uh, that it is uh, kind of important uh, for a media buyer to uh, be awake 24 <laughs> hours per day. Obviously not uh, that direct, uh, but uh, you know the campaigns actually never sleep and we always need to keep a close eye on, the, on uh, them. And um, obviously at the beginning, it might sound a bit uh, difficult, but uh, then when you get, uh, um, get more familiar with this routine, it's, it's not, uh, that, uh, um, not that complicated in my point of view. What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's a very good point. It's a very stressful work or a position, I think, because, because literally the companies are always running and spending money and of course, it depends on the on the management of whether you work for an agency or for a brand, but what kind of pressure you get. But people need to understand that, that no one is a robot, and like and like you you can't twenty four seven monitor a campaign and always make the right decisions. And and I think that's okay. Like media buying should have some kind of buffer when you make mistakes when you are not controlling things completely. 
And of course, you can set rules and you can make sure that you like do your due diligence to avoid any kind of like big issues and big problems. But in the end of the day, there's a lot of responsibility there because of that. And not everyone is cut for that. Like we, we also know that we have like plenty of media buyers that couldn't handle that and couldn't live with the, the fact that, yes, yeah, sometimes there is something happens in the weekend or something happens at midnight and and I think we as the team trying to be very, uh, like, tr- be transparent and very helpful to people find their life uh, and work balance. But still, it's in the back of our minds. We always know that that the companies are are spending money like right this second, and yeah, and yeah. that's hard. What do you think? How your team is handling that? Uh, well, uh, I think uh, that um, yeah, most of the media buyers are uh, used to that already because uh, you know we've been working for a while uh, together. So um, I think that uh, that's not a big issue. Uh, but at the same time, even today we were talking uh, with um, some of the members of the team on our uh, internal call, and we were discussing that it's a great advantage that in our agency we have people all over the world. Uh, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when one person is uh, going to sleep, another person is waking up. And in case there's something urgent, of course, even if a person is not directly responsible for a client, we can always uh, like, um, I don't know, if a client writes us that the website isn't working and we need to <laughs> suddenly switch off all of the campaigns, uh, then there's always somebody that uh, can help. And uh, I yeah. think that's also a, a very big advantage and uh, also that something that is really helping uh, the members of uh, our team to feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think that it's, it sometimes seems harder that we are in different time zones for like arranging meetings, for example, but at the same time, there's always someone that looks out for the other team members. And like, even if I see an important message from a client, I would, I would look at it and try to help to find a solution for it, even if it's, I don't even know the, the details about it because obviously I'm not involved uh, every day to day happening with the, all of our clients. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to have your opinion on something because when I was a media buyer, when I started to be a media buyer, I always thought being very analytical is very, very important because back then it was more, numbers game and like where you optimize where you put this where you put that but I think nowadays a little bit changed towards you have to have good marketing insights and good like strategizing skills more on a marketing level and less on an analytical number level what do you think Uh, what's the case now Uh, yeah exactly that's actually also something that I wanted to bring up Uh, because like, let's say me personally, I don't have a lot of marketing background and education because uh, I'm a sociologist and uh, like, I didn't really study marketing. So I would be contradicting a bit myself, but at the same time, I would say that it is really, really important to have marketing background uh, nowadays, because I also feel that uh, the algorithms of most of the platforms are, you know, uh, getting uh, more and more, trained so sometimes it is really important to um, look at uh, the marketing strategy as a whole so and right now we're introducing a lot of uh, additional platforms 
to our clients and to starting we're starting to work on all of them and in this case it's really important to uh, build up the correct strategy using your marketing knowledge because you really need to understand where you need to uh, put the budget towards like prospecting audiences at which platform you need to uh, retarget the audience what do you think about the retention and so on so there's a lot of different uh, aspects marketing aspects that uh, you really need to think about while um, opening up additional mm -hmm. platforms yeah but also like for you to have uh, information on what strategy you set you need the numbers because based on those you can think about strategies so i think it's still hands in hands but i think nowadays there are so many programs and even like we have a data analyst on the team that can help us so i think it's being a media buyer now it's more about being a good marketer and less about you know optimizing companies because the ai is already optimizing it for you yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, well, I, I think still, like, uh, it's really important to look at the numbers, mm -hmm. uh, like, at different metrics uh, in Ads Manager. So, like, analyze um, your campaigns in Google Analytics as well. So, mm -hmm. looking at this is also very important. Also, when you're trying to understand the trends uh, on, on mm -hmm. the back end. So, that's also, you're always looking at numbers yeah. at the end of the day um but yeah so yeah of course yeah i so definitely important. think i think you can't you can't not be an analytical thinker and read the numbers because without that you won't see correlations that you need to make a decision on i don't know even what kind of strategy to implement or even in the content like you need to you need to know what kind of content is working based on the numbers because in the end of the day it's a numbers game but you still have to be creative and think out of the box and, and find new ways of reach your audiences and convert them and deliver the goal that your brand or maybe your client's brand need. Yes, that's true. Um, any other features of a good media bar? I know. Um, <laughs> I, I think patience and maybe maybe finding a way to learn which is very hard now because I think the media buyer can learn by doing it and by spending money. Because uh, when I, I've interviewed like many, many applicants for media buying position and, and there were so many talented people, but unfortunately what I realized is that there's like two types of media buyer. One of, or applicate, one of them is that never really spend significant amount of money. So whatever strategy, they worked in the past or they were working with very small brands or very drop shipping brands when you really there wasn't any marketing behind it, it just had to be positive bras that's what it takes for them to to be a good media buyer and they don't really have that much experience with necessarily communicating how brands should be or what a brand should be doing and again being a marketer they just kind of trying to make sure the bras is positive unless they lose the client and then they spending, I don't know, twenty hundred dollars a day, which is not a lot of money. You can't really grow a brand with twenty dollars a day or hundred dollars a day. Yeah, you really need to be over the thousand of spends if you want to do that. And not so many media buyers have experience there. And then if they don't, it's very hard to step forward. And then the other hand, some media buyers have, but they and then 
they think they know everything. And that's again another mistake because you still need to learn. It's still every niche, every every brand is different in a way. So I think I think if you're a media buyer, you still have to be humble and try to learn and always learn from the others because there is no university that's gonna teach you how to be a, the best media buyer. That's it just may not exist, like unfortunately or fortunately. I don't even know <laughs> if we would want that. Maybe someday there will be a maybe. faculty of uh, media maybe, buyers. Or maybe at Dimnico we can start the media buying class and and have people train for us or learn from us. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually what uh, we're usually doing when we have uh, junior media buyers on our yeah. team. They definitely learn from um, senior media buyers and yeah. just from, from lead media buyers as well. So yeah, maybe we can add this as an additional yeah. <laughs> service. Yeah, so if someone wants to apply, just <laughs> reach out on the website. Um, but yeah, and, and I think it's what I, I think it's good for in our team specifically that when I look at our media buyers, everyone has their own style. Everyone is different in many ways and have their strengths and weaknesses. But I think everyone is so have their own style in media buying and and here at the agency I feel like we give space for that so we are not trying to mold media buyers to work in the same way and do the same thing and because that's not that's not realistic I think everyone is going to have their own style and they can still be successful of course there's like bigger frameworks that everyone kind of following because that's uh that's how you're gonna have or reach your goals but I think it's it's interesting to see that really every media buyer has their own style and, and they they swear by certain strategies, but the results are somewhat I think the same in the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, mostly. Yeah, everybody has their own experience and their own style uh, of working. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> would you uh, would you apply yeah. to be a media buyer? Like if if you go back in time, would you? going the path of being a media buyer uh yes for sure i i uh, i would say yes to it once again for <laughs> sure and what about you yeah. me too me too i think it's it's a very interesting and a very exciting role because it's not it's not the same like yeah it's as we said it's always changing but it's a good thing because like no one wants to do the same thing for 20 years and and uh, you are forced to change and you're forced to work with exciting brands yeah. and 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 even the fact is that when you like running ads is somewhat a gamble and I think everyone likes to play and gamble and then it's just such a good feeling when you get to scale and get to spend and and I remember after most of the Black Fridays when our, our team is so excited and they are like oh yeah I spent a hundred thousand dollars a day and it's the best thing that ever to them and, and it's yeah. such a good feeling when you double a budget and it works so I think I think it has the chills, it has the, the excitement and, and you work with very interesting people and brand and the team as well. So I think it's definitely a good career choice and I would do the same. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I remember when uh, somebody just told me for the first time about media buying and uh, I didn't understand anything. They were just yeah. saying about some numbers that and I, was, I also, I thought at the beginning that it was some kind of a scam or something. Uh, but then once, of course, I started working, I started understanding what this means and uh, definitely uh, never uh, doubt that this was the right decision. So, but, yeah. Yeah. You also started more in affiliate marketing and like yes, yes, uh, lead yeah. generation, yes, and affiliate marketing. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea what it is when I started working in that <laughs> yeah. kind of media buying. Like, well, who is buying what, and like, are we paying for an ad space, and then we get leads? And it was just so confusing. And but with e-commerce, I think it's really simple or like very straightforward. It's a, yeah. it's a cool thing to do. Yes. Uh, okay, so I think uh, we covered um, everything that it takes to be a great uh, media buyer and shared some of our experience. So I think I hope that was interesting to listen to. Uh, so thank you very much, Monica, for this discussion. And uh, thank, thank you, you to the listeners for tuning in once again. And if you guys want to listen to more hot tips about e-commerce, subscribe to our podcast and be notified every time we release an episode. Uh, until then, have a great week. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.